The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delarente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, it's one of those listeners. It's that time of the year. Yeah. Um, that time of the year where they're doing a lot to get, um, to get, you know, the new contenders built up and everything. So we're here to talk about those developments, so to speak. It is money in the bank weekend. This Saturday, Saturday, not Sunday, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Use the hashtag MoneyCastHoes. What? MoneyCastHoes. Holes, not hoes, but holes, like H-O-L-D, you know, like wrist locks, ankle locks. To share your commentary with color with us on money in the bank so you know how we do Mo at this time we must review the upcoming card this Saturday for money in the bank so we're going to start with that raw women's championship match for the women's title we got Bianca Belair the champion defending against Carmella I think we all know um, well, everybody's going to pick for this one, but I'll ask you, Mo, who you got? Um, oh, they're going to get up here with um, Binky, of course. Yeah, of course. That's the... I, got my Binky, I got my Binky Funko Pop today. Oh, hey, word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't coming out of the package, is it? They're not my actually. Cause you're also in the box. That's because you're a smart man. Keep them all in the box. But yeah, basically right. definitely not coming out of the package. <laughs> SmackDown Women's Championship matchup. Ronda Rousey taking on Natalia. I think we also understand who's gonna win this match, but Mo. Who you got? Oh, God. You want to make me say it? You want me to say it? Go ahead. I'm not holding you hostage. I mean, you know you want to say it. You know what's in your heart. 
Yeah, yeah. Ronda, champ retains. Champ retains. Now in the matchup that is not so obvious, United States Championship matchup, Bobby Lashley challenging the champion, Austin Theory. Who you got? Mm. Lashley wins, but it's going by qualification. I think they might put the belt on Lashley because it looks like they're, you know, based on what we saw on Monday night and based on what you've already told us in your Mo Meltzer news reports. Um, the things that they have for theory, he don't necessarily need the belt. Yeah. So he can lose the title and still move on to what they got planned for him. So I'm thinking Bobby Lashley, sir. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship matchup. Street Profits are challenging the champions, the ones, the Usos. Who you got, Mo? As much as I would love to give this to the Prophets, Usos one of the same. I agree with you as well, sir. I agree with you as well. The Usos continue their reign of dominance in the tag team division. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Our participants, I think, let me see if I can get this off the top of my head. Becky Lynch, Oscar, Raquel Rodriguez, Shotzi Blackheart, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss. Am I forgetting somebody? I think that's everybody. How many is that? That was five. Might be missing somebody, but random names down one more. Random names down one more time. Okay, here we go. Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Liv That's Morgan, two. Raquel That's Gonzalez. Great. The person I That's missed. Four. Oh, I missed two people. Oscar. No, Sh- you say Oscar. Okay, Shotzi, and the person I missed was actually Lacey Evans. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, any, any, any particular favorite to come out of that match as the Money in the Bank ladder match winner? I'm going with the field. Versus who? Versus Becky? The field. Whoever wins. Whoever oh, gosh. Wins. That is so lame. I need you to um, pick an individual, sir. Yeah, the field. You know I mean, <laughs> from the wind, I <laughs> no, um, I want to go with more live. Okay. I I condone that pick. I am with you on that. 
I, I definitely want that to happen. That's what I want in my heart. But I'm gonna go. But I, I'm gonna go with actually Raquel Rodriguez. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm gonna go with the dark horse because Ronda needs somebody to wrestle. Right. I thought you did. I thought you went with Becky. That seems too obvious, and it seems like Becky can get her rematch right. at SummerSlam regardless. True. So that's the reason why I don't pick her. And then that brings us to our men's Money in the Bank ladder match, where we have Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Amos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and we have one more spot to be determined on Friday night's edition of SmackDown. To uh, mm-hmm. yes, I have a last, last uh, one more last contenders match, or last chance match, or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I would give the um publication out of this card that I'm looking at, but I won't do that. But yes, men's ladder match, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Amos, Bert. Shami Zayn, Riddle, and to be announced. You got to be announced. You gonna you gonna be bold and go out on a limb and pick him. Who left though? That's the thing. Who left? Oh, you know they can always make up something. Okay. Seth Rollins, Money in the Bank winner. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Riddle. Because he can't challenge for the thing. If he yeah, he can't challenge for the title without the Money in the Bank. So, I think that would be a good story to, to hash out is him trying to figure out when he can cash in on Roman. Whenever Roman is at work, since, you know, he on that, I'm not showing up here every day. Mm-hmm. Well, are you looking forward to this or do you think it's going to be pretty much paint by numbers? I mean, money to make has the potential to um, be be great, but we'll just see. We'll watch. Again, use the hashtag #MoneyCastHolds to share commentary with color and also join us in the Twitter Spaces this Saturday evening. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, so please share your commentary with color with us as we watch Money in the Bank. Now it's time to talk about the Go Home Show, the 20th anniversary of John Cena's celebration. So earlier in the day, John Cena returned to part the hero's welcome 
meeting a bunch of applauding wrestlers and backstage workers. So basically everybody in the company that wasn't Vince McMahon and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens lined up so John Cena could shake their hand and, and be acknowledged by him. So we start off with the Money in the Bank qualifying matchup. It's a battle royal. Our participants are T-Bar, Mustafa Ali, Shanky, Akira Tozawa, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Jinder Mahal, Riddle, Miz, AJ Styles, Ciampa, Reggie, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, R-Truth, and Veer Mahan. I'm going to spare y'all a bunch of the rigmarole. Riddle versus Styles uh, with Corey saying that we're down to the last two. Style loads up the phenomenal forearm, but Miz, who is faking a knee injury, pops up to pull AJ Styles down, and now he's out. So now we're down to Miz and Riddle. The hanging DDT drops Miz, but he counters the RKO into a skull-crushing finale. Riddle manages to hurricane rod on him out to the apron. Uh, he doesn't land on the floor, but it is the RKO on the apron that is good enough to give Riddle the win as Miz falls off the apron. So Riddle advances to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Miz tried that sneaky shit. I'm just getting tired of Riddle. Really? That's your that's your that's your number one baby face, bro. Since um, no. Cody since Cody oh, ain't here, no. since Cody hurt. Oh well. I'm not I'm not interested, so Well, that's definitely the way that they treat him because uh, he's gotten a lot of big wins and he's been in a, a lot of you know key spots over the especially the last three weeks with Cody being hurt. Street Profits they introduced John Cena, but he's on the wrong side, meaning the camera has to swing around. So they asked Cena for advice at Money in the Bank, but he reminds them of their success. Of course, NXT champions, SmackDown champions, Raw Tag Team champions. Cena tells him to never stop, which they interpret as to never give up, and they want to smoke. Shawn Michaels, Big Show, Booker T, Daniel Bryan, Trish Stratus, and Triple H all congratulate John Cena on his 20 years in the business. Uh, they have the various, you know, Zoom videos, cell phone videos, and so forth. I wonder where Daniel Bryan and Big Show were at. Forbidden Door is open, baby. It's Forbidden Door weekend. It's, it's, it's across all companies. It's the whole weekend. You didn't know? That was funny when you said that on a live tweet. When you said Forbidden Door is open, brother. <laughs> Riddle is fired up about being in Money in the Bank. He shakes Kevin Patrick to blow off some steam. And then we see Jimmy Uso taking on Montez Ford. The running blockbuster gives Ford a two count, and he hits a heck of a dive against the barricade. Back in, he hits from the heavens onto Jimmy and wins the matchup. So Montez Ford gaining some momentum for the Street Profits prior to their tag team championship matchup against the Usos. Uh, John Cena with the pep talk really got Montez Ford over the top, huh? 
saying that Montez Ford almost hit the um the money in the case, money in the bank briefcase. That's believable. I said, yeah, he almost tapped it. Like, you know how they um they hit the backboard and everything. <laughs> the Mysterios, they run into Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Finn Balor talks about Ray coming up on his 20th anniversary, but says Ray hasn't been doing so well as of late. Priest gives Dominic a sales pitch, and Ray has to be held back. The match seems to be set for next week in San Diego. The Mysterios against Finn Balor and Damian Priest. We're on the streets that seem to be a planet for Dominic to join Judgment Day. The word on the streets is Shan Balor and Damian Priest need Rhea Ripley so they can get back into the A spot. Rhea Ripley might be well, she might be back. You know, she saying she might be back. You know, she's going to rest up and everything. Well, that's definitely going to help them because without her, um, Finn Balor and Damian Priest seem real, real low on the totem pole right now. Um, here's a long John Cena career perspective, complete with the look at Cena debuting against her angle and the Undertaker giving him the famous handshake of respect. Uh, we also see stuff on his Make-A-Wish work, and we wrap it up with the testimonials. Um, so, you know, John Cena uh, getting the legend treatment here in the video package uh, from WWE. So here's Miz for a promo. But first, we need to look at Logan Paul's training at the Performance Center. Miz promises that he and Logan Paul will be back at SummerSlam as a team. But first, we need to look at Miz turning on Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Miz mocks the idea of the interview being a journalist and hypes up his own media career. After WrestleMania, he told Paul that was an education and promises that they will be tag team champions. That the only disappointment is AJ Styles, which prompts a question about Miz's tiny, well, you know, his balls. But we're not making that a thing. AJ then decks Miz, and our match is set. AJ Styles versus The Miz. AJ counters the skull crushing finale into a roll up for a two count. There's a brain buster to leave both of them down. Styles loads up the phenomenal forearm, but Miz bails to the floor and takes the count out. So AJ Styles is your winner. Decent match, shitty end. Mm-hmm. That's a shame because even though it wasn't the most fluent match because Miz is definitely definitely not on the level of AJ Styles as far as in-ring ability, it still was a very good match, but they could have had a, a better ending. John Cena, he meets Ezekiel in the back, which has him a bit confused. Cena asks about Elias, who is apparently giving Elrod a tour of the building. His advice to Ezekiel, though, never forget who you really are. Ezekiel leaves, but Austin Theory comes in and hypes himself up, listing off his accomplishments. Oh, and he says Cena is also a grown man wearing jorts. Theory loads up the camera for the selfie, but Cena slips away. For me, so he did get to tell people to see him. He just couldn't see him. <laughs> Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, JBL, oh, Chris Jericho. Hold on. Yes, sir. Hey, hold on, bro. I'm sorry. 
the reason why we got that segment because Kevin Owens saying he didn't want to come to Texas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because they um, hyped up Ezekiel versus or Elrod or Elias versus mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, and then yeah, they did not deliver the matchup. That's absolutely a good callback from WrestleMania and a good way to get out of it, changing his mind. He was like, um, they was like, he had tweeted, he said, I didn't want to come to Texas, so leave me alone about it, something like that. That's pretty good. Good good deal for Kevin Owens. Um, so like I said, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, JBL, Chris Jericho, Stephanie McMahon, and Steve Austin, oh hell yeah, pay tribute to John Cena and his 20-year milestone. Next up is Bianca Belair for a promo. We take a look at Carmella jumping her last week. Binky then lists uh, off a bunch of her catchphrases and tells Carmella to come get her right now. She says that Carmella has it. She is very uh, capable in the ring, but you know, maybe she's afraid of success, and that's the reason why she hasn't done as well as she could. Uh, Carmella comes out to say that she has the beauty in the brains, and she's going to take the title from Bianca on Saturday. Then she tries to um, sneak Binky with a kick, but Binky ain't having that. She catches the foot, hits her with a clothesline, and, you know, sends Carmella scurrying. Kevin Patrick tries to ask Binky another question, but that's when Carmella tries to cheap shot her. Right hand to the face, Binky Sandstall. Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss are friends, but they won't be on Saturday as they're both vying for that money in the bank briefcase. Now we have our matchup, Liv Morgan versus Alexa Bliss. Bliss avoids a middle rope drop kick and grabs a chin lock back up. The Oblivion misses, allowing Alexa Bliss to grab the DDT. But that's counter into a roll-up to give Liv Morgan the pin and the win over Alexa Bliss. It is. I really do hope they go with Liv Morgan and let her be the champion. I think the fans would appreciate that. I think they would definitely support her. Champion and be behind her title ring. Say what? Yeah, give up a binky title ring for this. For a minute. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Okay. You got your banana out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a video on John Cena's uh, wake a, uh, Make a Wish. Um, you know, his, his accolades that he's done there, he's granted the most wishes uh, of any celebrity uh, throughout the history of the of the campaign. So another tip uh, of the caps, John Cena, for that. And then here comes uh, Moto the underscore Reese's role model, investment man, to introduce John Cena. He comes through a tunnel of WWE superstars. Uh, with Vince out of the way, Cena says this is a milestone, which is uh, which he rarely likes to celebrate because he's always looking forward. He says, however, tonight he has been looking back at what he has done, and he couldn't do it without all these people. Cena has been allowed to do this for two decades, and that is because of the fans. The people have been honest enough to tell him when he sucks and kind enough to tell him when he doesn't. Cena has been waiting for the right moment, and this feels like the right moment. So we get a thank you, Cena chant, 
and he says his heart is beating out of his chest. Cena thanks the fans for moments like the one, like that one, and for making him who he is. He has always said WWE prepared him for anything. He doesn't mean Fast and the Furious or Peacemaker. WWE has made him a better human being, person, and husband. Spending moments with his family has spending moments with the families he has spent time with today has taught him empathy and kindness. The fans have taught him humility and perseverance, and every time he gets in the ring, he gives everything he has because these fans give him everything they have. This isn't about a last name, but about people coming together. He says he's 45 years old. He doesn't know when you'll see him again, though he isn't saying it isn't happening. So the fans start chanting one more match. Cena says, it ain't going to be just one. Don't worry about that. He says it isn't about him. It's about us. If you like something, let the people know. If you see something that sucks, let the people know. Cena thanks the people and asks Laredo to show what kind of noise they can make. And then he drops catchphrases. And that is the end of the promo. Did you feel inspired by John Cena? Well, why Vince got to be my role model? Yeah, he got him um, assaulting <laughs> some of the women. I'm glad you think they're funny. Oh, my, no, I'm just making jokes. I'm glad you think they're funny. I mean, you know, glad you think they're funny. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, I guess. Glad you think they're funny. I guess that's John Cena could have been your role model, but it wouldn't have been. A, it wouldn't have been. That's all true childhood hero. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, that's that's all true childhood heroes. So. John Cena should have saved that speech for his Hall of Fame induction. That didn't seem like a you know it seemed like a uh uh you know a real type of like Hall of Fame speech more than hey I've been doing this for twenty years and I got twenty more Emmy. I'm to sure he's he gonna have a lot to say when he gets his his um Hall of Fame induction. But here's a here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. And we already know the answer to this, but I just want to hear you say this. Does John Cena main event? Thank you. Austin Haynes. Oh, never mind. Does John Cena main event the um, Hall of Fame production when he goes in? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oreo's going to win? Oh, no, I'm just saying he... Um, made the catch by the one track. So oh, okay. Okay. this game is basically just a bunch of just, you know, catch it out like catches and, and outs and strikeouts and things like that. It's like scoreless game. Oh, oh yeah, it's one of those. I got you. Yeah. Best baseball game you can watch. Damn, he's got, he's got me intrigued. <laughs> yeah, man, John Cena for sure. It's gonna be like the Undertaker you know, they can only end up, if it's going to be John Cena, they can only end up one person, and that would be fine. You know, he, he deserves that much. He came with, Undertaker came in with had the, that's the other day with the mic, still had me, the wireless mic, and he was like, he was, he was selling something for real. Undertaker, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they advertised his um, one man show um, the night before um, SummerSlam. Right, right. I wonder if he's going to have the Steve Jobs know, right I'm there. Sure, I'm sure Conrad is upset that he couldn't get his hands on that one. Oh, yeah. You know, WWE hold the Undertaker real close to the best homes. You heard, you know, a couple of years ago, he had a deal with him 
And then they found out, and they and he and they made him cancel it. Yeah, they were what Conrad to show up at like oh. Starcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, and they was like, ha, 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 ha. "You going to have to pull out, sir?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did a couple people. They a couple people. They did that too. Yeah, Conrad. A couple people lined up from in the WWE. Was like. Yeah, man, the Federation is, is is super cool when it comes to time for you to get released. Especially if they think you about to go to the rival company. They definitely get super petty. They do. They do. I, 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 you know, they let you deal. You know you can't. <laughs> the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable, our man Otis. They're taking on Bobby Lashley in a handicap match. Otis breaks up a superplex and powerbombs Lashley, setting up Gable's moonsault for a two-count. Otis goes up top, but Lashley catches him in the electric chair. Gable comes off the top. Well, after he, uh, Lashley, like, you know, gets him in the electric chair and then, you know, does a, you know, back suplex. Then Gable comes off the top only to land into the hurt lock, and he taps out, and Bobby Lashley wins the handicap match with Austin Theory as a special enforcer. After the match, the beatdown is on, but Bobby Lash Bobby Lashley fights them all off. Bobby has been really hyped up in the last few weeks after he beat Amos in this feud with Theory and like I said if Theory is gonna move on to John Cena they don't necessarily need the belt to be on Theory so Bobby Lashley would be a good candidate for that at the moment um, we look at Cody Rhodes defeating Seth Rollins inside Hell in the Cell Rollins uh, attacks him the next night on Raw we see all that video package uh, we get an interview with Cody who has his pectoral muscle taped up while sitting in the gym Cody says he might have been flying a little too close to the sun, and now he is out for nine months, though he is trying to beat that. He gives his thoughts on the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, which includes Rollins. If Rollins wins, Cody will be the first to congratulate him. So, uh, what do you think about Cody live from the living room? Trying to keep him a part of your consciousness so you don't forget about him. Oh, you said nine months. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's almost uh, that's very close to a year. Everyone, yeah, it's like post rumble, after rumble, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's a long time for nobody not to to hear from you or or see from you. So I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they're kind of. Now, um, by the way, keep his name around every day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's probably why they're doing this is to kind of keep him fresh and keep him in your in your mind. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cody's still here. Uh, Seth Rollins comes up to John Cena in the back and laughs to the tune of Cena's music. Rollins compares their careers and success before saying that he's gonna win Money in the Bank. Then Amos pops up on uh, up on the scene to scare Seth Rollins. MVP seems to like that a lot. 
Rollins looks to Cena for help, but Cena wishes him luck and good luck and bails out of the scene. So then we come to our main event of the evening. Becky Lynch, Tamina, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, Shayna Baszler, and Zia Lee in a elimination match to determine our final qualifier for the women's money in the bank ladder match. The manhandle slam pins Zia Lee. Becky then applies to this armor to Nikki Ash to get her to tap out. Shayna Baszler knee bars Tamina, but gets splashed by Dewdrop, and Dewdrop eliminates Shayna Baszler. Tamina Samoa drops Becky, but misses the Superfly Splash. Dewdrop Vader bombs Tamina and gets the pin there. So that leaves us Dewdrop to miss the Vader bomb on Becky, who was back up with the Superman handle slam for the win. And Becky Lynch is advancing to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Of course. And uh, that's how your Monday Night Raw ended, sir. No. You had a promo afterwards that's on the um a digital exclusive. She's um putting Cena over and basically saying, you know, how she wants she's gonna have her digital mm. things like that. Mm. Uh anything that stick out to you or any final thoughts before we move on to your new segment, sir? Um just um, there's a decent episode of Mike Night Raw. Um, Vince is massively trolling everyone, saying that he still won't show up despite the um everything going on. Um, yeah, so it was pretty decent. Um, nice arousing. Um, showing for Cena. Somebody said they everybody was lined up in the back, like how Vince was going out to um put up the, the limo explosion. Yeah. Um So he um so I think the these episode, you know, we'll see what's you know we'll see what's gonna happen next, um, come Friday mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Think he'll be it bold is- enough to come back out there again. He might be. Like just doing to laugh in the face at I'm laughing in the face at your um your investigation. Mm-hmm. It is uh it is quite amazing to me that he has the gall to show up on three out of four weeks of programming in the middle of what's going on, man. I think that he would be trying to keep a low profile and you know try to handle this very discreetly but now he's taking the public yeah all right mo to the underscore reese at this time sir it's time for your mo Meltzer news segment sheesh still zero zero well yeah but he um um i'll catch it on a jaw what on a chin? Ah, more muscles that way. Talk about views and things like that. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, what happened? Oh, so apparently Stephanie was 
nominated to the board by a special committee by the um the um the board. So that's how she got that. So she's um that's how she got nominated to the board of the I mean the CEO, the inter- interim CEO, so to speak. And also this happened when we was when we was off the air too. Triple H went to the PC Center and said, I'm back. Cue the Eric Bischoff um, theme music from Raw 2002-2003. Are you still there, Dawn? Mm-hmm. I was trying to get a reaction from you, and you just like, yeah, Yeah, man, well, you know. Um... I didn't have anything to add at that particular time. I was waiting for more oh, news to Sorry. Ooh. Sorry. I was waiting for more. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, broke or something. You know, but you let me down there. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 I let you down on that one. More alcohol. What a trip. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Sasha and Naomi, um, they're apparently still in the roster, so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, my man out here spitting that false information. It's been two um, weeks. Naomi, we no confirmation. Naomi had tweeted that she was upset that she missed the Raw with John Cena and everything. Mm, yeah, so. I, I can see that. Sasha out here posting on Instagram looking highly unbothered, though. Of course. I heard they was, like, confiscating people's signs and shit with Sasha Banks on it. They literally altered someone's sign and smacked them. Mm. Like, like, too. Mm, mm, mm. That's um, terrible. Uh, Data Brooks said she was in an accident. That's why she wasn't that raw either. Like a car wreck? Hopefully she's okay. And she said she'll be fine. Okay, she good. Said she'll be back soon. Good, good. Uh, Jake Atlas, the domestic violence case was dropped. Hmm. Um, Do better, Jake Atlas. Do better. Do better. He was supposed to be the face of, you know, pulled it up. Uh, a, represent, a representation of you know just the LGBTQ community in wrestling right and messing up bro yeah he he gonna, uh, he gonna let Anthony Bowens take his spot Anthony Bowens already, probably already took his spot and everything <laughs> Anthony Bowens definitely carrying the carrying the um the, the flag for that one um Safe. Anyway, uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega says that Cody Rhodes will be in the AEW video game. Okay. Um, that's, he was a. Uh, he wanted to make sure he was he was he was an integral part of AEW, so he wanted to make sure he still be in the game and everything. Yeah, that's well, what's that's up. It. That's what's up. That means he can get some royalties. Uh, Lee is injured. Oh, so that sucks. Did they say what? No, I didn't. They didn't say she's injured, so. It's a lot of injuries going on right now, man. AEW got a lot of injuries. WWE creeping up with a lot of, you know, more people getting injured. Um, there were a lot of wrestlers that reacted to uh, Glenn Jacobs. Um, Hmm. 
comments. His tweet, rather. Mm, mm, mm. There's a lot of um, one main thing in particular that stuck out for me when that when when that um when that happened. So remember, um, I'll say 2017, 2018, WWE, um, mm-hmm. Mexico, mm-hmm. four, and, um, remember the picture? They, they, all that they was, um, Bray, um, um the Colognes, mm-hmm. Roman, um, Jericho, um, Cesaro, um, I think Sheamus is in the back. Roman's there too. Mm-hmm. And he had yeah, 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 with the blue carpet shirt. Yep, yeah. So apparently, from what, from what, um, so Amanda um, Huber, she tweeted out um, the story behind. That's a two more shot. That gotta be a two more shot. Oh, it's foul? The fuck out of here. That was foul? Shit. Cedric was, man, Cedric about to run. Man, anyway. So she, um, sorry, live baseball updates. <laughs> <laughs> who are playing? Who, who, who are the Warriors playing? It was of the Mariners. Okay. It wasn't the right. It wasn't the right. So, so yeah, she Mary said, Hoover. Yep. Yeah. She said, all right, story time back in, oh, 2015, never mind. Back in 2015, I Am Jericho, I Am Jericho posted this on Instagram. October 17th was the date this one was taken. I know because I was in the hospital, I almost died. Um, John was in Mexico on tour. We were pregnant with a baby. We had been desperately trying for. Uh, something fell off. I had a minor spot in the week before, but blood work confirmed it was still there. He left from Mexico. He had one of the coolest nights of his career. Um, I started spotting again. It was in terrible pain. I went to the hospital and ended up um, falling in the hallway while being taken back. I thought I stood up too fast. John was gone, and I didn't want to scare him because I didn't have answers. He got to wrestle the Undertaker. Uh, um, he said, she said, I laid in bed in massive pain. The bleeding had stopped. Other major ex- accidents came into the ER, so I got left in the bed at one point, the pain stopped. I wanted to go home. The ER doc saved my life. She convinced me to stay and get some tests. She apologized for the late. Um, she bought an ultrasound. I got to hear peanut heartbeat. She told me she wasn't an OB specialist and wanted a second opinion before telling me what she had thought. I knew something was wrong. The OB um, specialist confirmed it was ectopic. Um, her tube had ruptured and then she was bleeding out. She had to end the pregnancy, um, had to end this badly when in pregnancy. The pregnancy was heartbeat. I got to hear a pregnancy that would never, ever, ever be a fucking baby. Mm. Uh, so that pregnancy that would leave my three year old um, without a mom and a husband, a widow. Uh, she was taken to emergency emergency surgery alone at 4 a.m. She had to sign paperwork stating that she considered to end the pregnancy, considered to have her, her two removed to the chance she could lose an egg if the bleed had been too bad and D possibly consent to totally hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. 
she said she got lucky and lost only lost a two. Said if the bleeding hadn't stopped within an hour, she would have lost um, an ovary, not an egg, in the previous tweet. She waited a few hours. If she said she waited a few hours, she would have needed a hysterectomy. If she waited tw- about twelve hours, she would have been dead. Mm. Um, says John flew home, and it said online there was speculation that he was in trouble for the photo, but that was never the issue. Thankfully, everyone respected our privacy, and Jericho quietly took the anger from online fans who assumed he was at fault for posting the kayfabe photo. And she says, her and jo- when John came home, they cried together, and then a few years later, um, they had another pregnancy that had to be um, moved, removed. Um, it didn't. It said stop growing, but her body didn't reject it. Um, they had to go to remove the tissue to protect her health. It was never lost in another heartbreak. Um, and then they finally got pregnant with Nolan. They didn't, neither one of them wanted to be excited. They were too scared until the baby finally put the baby in her arms. She said she was thankful for the abortions that she had to let her to be alive and healthy for her family and being able to give birth to my rhino. Um, it's the moral story. Abortion is fucking healthcare. I shouldn't have to share my trauma to make trauma to make it okay. I'm sure out here, but your story is the, is the exception, and I don't want to hear it. I'm white and wealthy, of course, I'm the exception. And then she said, "There's rules going to hurt black and brown um, women and poor women." Shit. Sorry. Yeah, the tag is all. Anyway, um, says, "Well, um, it's just going to hurt the communities that we should be protecting. Abortions will also will always be available to those adjacent to money and power." And she said, "The reason." Someone gets an abortion. An abortion is entirely their own, and they owe no explanation to you. And so, she tweeted that out. And I saw, I saw Big E retweeted her and was like, um, "Thanks." He said, "Thanks for sharing your story." And she said, "You know, she said to Big E, thank you for being you or something like of that nature." And then Bray had said that, um, he said that he said that John had. Know, had hid that from them. He was here, hid that from them when they was on tour, and that he um, broke down and told them, you know, what happened and everything. And so they all cried together. You know, him, Bray, I think Eric Rowan was there too. I think him and I think Eric Rowan, him and Eric Rowan came up with the idea of getting the making shirts for him and everything. And so, um, that was just a good gesture that he had. You know, so it was like he was able to, to lead the tour. And the way that, I guess, it was just the way it looked. The way when it came out, it was just like, you know, oh, you know, he got sent home for the T-shirt thing. But we see now that it was, it was something much more serious than that. And it was a lot of, you know, though, you know, um, women um, wrestlers speaking out about this, especially Paige. Paige was was getting the um, Paige was getting the brunt of it all weekend from so many um, so many um, you know fans and you know from the lights and everything. Um, also. Um, Gunner, aka former Jason Riker, 
you know, try to um, try to say Becky, try to make good to um, Becky Lynch's um, situation, saying, you know, how the lump, we say the lump of um, cells or something like that, and she went off on him and basically saying how she chose to be a mother and everything, and it was just, this was just a mess over the weekend. And somebody had pointed out that he was wrestling at uh, um, a, a backyard, a, a backyard show, a stadium, or something like that. And somebody said something like, "This is what happens when you don't mind your business. <laughs> this is where you end up." Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was a lot of women, you know, wrestling wise. You know, I mean, women elsewhere, but definitely women, you know, in the wrestling industry who was speaking out about this. And had a lot of feelings about it, so you know, you know this just is the thing is about this ruling is just that it, it just it's not just about you know abortion. That's just what they make it seem like. It's just a whole lot of health care that goes under the head because it's women. You know, they you know it's a lot that they have to go through. You know. You know, just like you know, they carry the term, so some women you know get violently sick from this, and they have to determine. You know, it's like it's not something they want to do, but it's just like either either they keep it's like they can either the baby or the woman could die, or you know, women could be permanently injured from that. And it's like you know, you have to have a heart, you know. But these politicians are just not. Some of these politicians are not in the right frame of mind, and they're just out here just you know. Claiming this will be Christian values and everything. I'm like, see, I'll just make it just throw shit to the wall and watch this thing. Come on, man. I didn't want to get on this ramp. It was just, you know, I saw that tweet from, you know, I, I saw what when, 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 when Lynn Jacobs had said. I'm not going to say Kate because it wasn't the Kane characters and it was Lynn Jacobs who said it. And then, like, the women and, you know, wrestling, especially Brett Baker, who said nobody couldn't care the fucking dentist. <laughs> You know, it was just, just you know, just so this this disheartening to hear, you know, him, you know, someone from you know that side. They might keep saying, you know, it's about, you know, you know, saving lives. I was like, well, you know, if it's about saving lives, y'all really don't um don't care about the ones that are here. You know, the if it was really about the lives, the the, the foster care and adoption systems wouldn't be in the shambles that they are right now. You know, y'all would be out here. Like it was somebody had, they had sort of pro they were the protest. Somebody uh, it was a white couple and saying we will adopt your child. And it's like it's children out here right now. You know, from newborns to teenagers that you know can need a home, but y'all try to make it try to make it you know something that's not. And I'm like. Y'all are some sick individuals. Some of y'all, y'all, some of y'all want people to, to be forced to keep a pregnancy that they may not be able to be in the right, you know, right, you know, might not have the resources to take care of it or things like that. You know, you know, it's like, you know, teach the proper health care, teach, you know, contraceptives, the contraceptives to use. Um, you know, if we would have this problem if we would have, you know, adequate health care for all. It wouldn't be an issue. Um, and it's like abortions are not going to stop. It's just going to be 
you know, the safe abortions is this what this what's going to end. People are still going to be able to get abortions and things like that. You know, it's just not going to be as safe as it's supposed to be. You know, it was like people. I was reading an article and they were saying they were um, looking at the. They had to cancel it. it was what state was that? Maybe Texas, but they were saying that they were. Um, they had to cancel the. They had to, when it got overturned. They had to cancel the abortion. They had the women. Some of the women who were right in there, waiting in the waiting room. I'm like, come on, man. Like, and people and they, you know, saying threatening doctors and saying they can, they can get, they can lose their license for jail five to ten years. But I'm like, you know, it's just not, not fair at all. You know how this country is just doesn't care about the health of you know it's citizens you know especially women so i'm sorry about that tangent but yeah <laughs> just saw that i think remember i had that tweet saved by um manda huber and i wanted to talk about it on the um, show because you know glenn jacobs that's just some some bullshit you saying about um trying to make it seem like oh you're um you're um Pro-life guy, for sure. Yeah, pro-life and everything. Mm-hmm. Some people are just better off not speaking. But unfortunately, I like the way he wasn't speaking, but, you know. That's what I'm saying, but unfortunately, he's a mayor, so he has to talk more than others in, in the, at this stage of his life. Right. He's encouraged. He doesn't have to talk. Yeah, so, but anyway, um, what else? Um, EO and EO Shirai and Zoe Stocks are set close to return. So, y'all girls that y'all love so much, we'll be back shortly. Um, um, any... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. oh, now, are you ready for our favorite game? Of course. All right. Here's the um, the main event card for Thursday. Um, Mustafa Ali versus T-Bar and Champa versus Akira Tazawa. Hmm, Mustafa versus T-Bar, the Battle of Retribution, I might can do that. The other match, you know, Tommaso Ciampa did nothing <laughs> for me. They're not doing anything for him, so. Well, it's gone. You say he's not watching it. <laughs> nah. Good try, though. I was more interested in last week's show, for sure. Yeah. That was um, Judgment Day was on main event last week. Yeah, you was like, what? I was like, yeah. You told me that it wasn't on the show. And I was like, guess what? I was like, well, you want to know why? Because they were on main event. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a shame, man. It's supposed to be a, a, a you know, Monday Night Raw act, a part of the big show. Do you, and kick Edge out and yeah, Finn Balor then you know took over the the number one spot in the group. We supposed to see some fireworks. We got nothing. We got sparkles. 
So it's saying that it's supposed to be several released WWE stars um, set from Rick Flair's last match event. Mm. Um, here's a match. Um, Killer Cross and versus Davy Boy, Davy Boy Swift Jr. goes one on one in an epic grudge match. Hmm. I like the epic grudge match. I like yeah. the sound of that. Uh, they said that Nia Jax and Tyler Breeze have been event and been announced for the um the um for the show. Um, okay. It says with five matches confirmed. Um. Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Um, Jordan Grace versus Deanna Prazo versus Rachel Ellering. Um, the Wolves, um, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards versus the Motor City Machine Guns. That's going to be good. That's going to be real good. Yeah. The Wolves, yeah, the, the, Wolves the Wolves are very good. Yeah. Um, so, you haven't mentioned that they think that... Um, you should have to say that it's going to be Flair versus um, Jay Lethal in his last match. And so Rick Flair has said that he told Jay Lethal wasn't going to be him and Jay Lethal wasn't. I guess Jay Lethal has caught, caught some feelings behind that. But so with Rick Flair, I'll say that it might, be, it might end up being Jay Lethal. So mm. we never know. Mm. Um, oh yeah so this was a funny thing so um, there was supposed to be an up up down down tournament um, Xavier Woods had, he was on um, he had posted a video he was saying um, he was like the title is um, is on the other side he was like he's having scratching and clawing at the door but I guess it's forbidden Meaning he was hitting it, um, Cesaro. Mm-hmm. That was that was funny how he was, he was like door. He said that his ever sport crashes on the door, but it's forbidden. So Shayna Baszler came in there and said um, she had the title, and she said, you know, um, if I give you this title, you gotta let me get in on the tournament. And he was like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And so she'll be in the tournament, and then at the end, Tyler Breeze come in and he goes, no. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, but I guess it's a little tournament with them and Chain is going to be in it. I guess since Cesaro is, is, is on the other channel now, so. Well, you know, lots of things are percolating as often in the news, but I, you know, I always think that you always have the best matchups for my Raw, or for my uh, main event, and my up next. You got an up next matchup? Level I don't up? See any, I don't see anything for um, level up. Okay. I mean, this NXT was live, so you would think that they would have had something, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did write off um, two dimes, though, tonight on oh, NXT. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, yeah, so... They debuted, so I forgot that the last couple of weeks of NXT was taped. Mm-hmm. So he was still technically there. So now, tonight, they um, they addressed what happened with that. So if you watch it, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll be checking that out. I'll be checking that out real soon. 
You got anything else, or, or we're 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 at the end of your news? Yeah, I was looking, but it looks like um, some like, raw sap ain't got no breaking news for us this week. No, it was just stuff you know, like um, like I know Shayna Baszler was saying when she was done at NXT, that was the peak of their um, the peak of her. Of, the, of that division, they were showing the um, they showed the, the graphic from I think 2019 War Games, and that was a hell of a lineup right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, the NXT era from 2016 to 2021, there's a lot of talent that came through, and a lot of people who didn't get a real good shake with the company either that aren't there anymore and it's a shame because a lot of those people definitely could make it seem a lot more fresher than it is right now I mean the things that Vince fumbled that Triple H gave him on the silver platter is just ridiculous it's just ridiculous like we um, we gave you Bobby Roode right there. It's right there. Glorious. The whole thing. The entrance. Everything. It's right there. All you gotta do is bring it up, push him, making him champion. Nope. Can't do it. But um Clay was saying um how an angel might be gone from um AEW as well. Did he get um he got his uh his got he got um he got ceremoniously discharged real quietly like AEW does it? Well, from what they just said that he blacked out his um he blacked out his profile picture and he um moved our references to um AEW. Mm. Are he doing the uh he doing the uh the, the Kyler Mary, huh? Yeah. It, yeah so, um, the devil you doing? <laughs> That's what happens when you uh when you you know get notifications during the podcast and you check them. Um, yes. This is some other stuff like Buck Bagwell saying Kane is on the pool with hunting the baby only after his born. Oh, gosh. Uh, Booker T said, you know, for on the former Cesaro, he says, you know, being around one of the long been around for a long time, working your ass off and waiting on someone to pull your name and say, this is Dave, this is the guy. That happened for me that many times we thought that was going to happen for him for party on the WWE. Mm-hmm. And it never happened. Right. Yeah, um, it was a, it was an awesome, uh, it was an awesome spectacle to see him finally get his, uh, get his much needed, um, you know, come up it's an appreciation, man, because for years, for far too long, he's been underappreciated in WWE. Yeah. Um, 
that's that's quite about it. Alright, alright. Alright, man. At this point in time, we'll hit you with the uh, shout outs and thank you, sir. Well, shout out to you, Dawn. Uh, shout out to Semi and James and Terry, Terry, Boy, and Anwar. Shout out to um, our listeners, fam. I mean, our, our Spaces fan. Um, <laughs> Howlin' Rain, Black Howlin', Black Marvel. Um, I'm going to say Dean, because I don't want to mess with his name. Um, shout out to Jupiter Julep. Um, the episode that I was on, recapping the show Bridgerton from Netflix is out, part one. Um, we also can get um, commentary towards the end from Mrs. V, shout out to Mrs. V and Madame Lizette. Uh, shout out to female Mindy, shout out to uh, Candy D, shout out to you know, everyone who's down with us, who rocks with us, watches this thing called Pro Wrestling with us. Good, bad, and ugly. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this community. And that's it for me. Well, thank you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese once again for joining me here on the Rawcast. Uh, thank you to Black Marvel and Black Howling for holding down the spaces. Thank you to um, Ms. Jade to the Max, Ms. Didi Jonay, Sam and Greg, the original OG WrestleCast crew. A shout out to Classic, shout out to Mel, shout out to uh, Dwayne, my noted score partner, shout out to the guys over in the Comic Book Chronicles. I continue to support the CSPN each and every week. Uh, listen to the podcast, rate and review the shows. You can also go support our sponsors, cspn.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Go buy some stuff from Amazon. Uh, help keep the podcast free each and every week. Also, become a patron. You can support us that way. Join our Patreon page, become a subscriber, and you'll get extra content provided by the WrestleCast and the CSPN each and every week. So you'll get to hear me and Mo to the underscore reach chop it up about topics other than wrestling uh, and sometimes some more wrestling that Mo doesn't get a chance to talk about on a weekly basis, but lots of good things to check out over on uh, the Patreon page. We also have our AEW weekly reviews over there. Me and Miss Simi, we review AEW Dynamite each and every week. Uh, shout out to The Glow, the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. We appreciate all the support that they give us each and every week. So continue to use the hashtag Rawcast each and every Monday night to join us in our Twitter spaces and to share commentary with color and our live tweets. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
for itself. Even though how I have made history speaks for itself. Even though I have changed the game forever and it speaks for itself. Even though, even though that should have meant I automatically get a match of money in the bank. None of that matters. What matters is my comeback story. And you better believe that this is my comeback story. Because I am the definition of hustle, loyalty, and respect. And I think you all and all those ladies should respect that I just kicked their asses. Please.